Hello and welcome to another edition of uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Now, this is uh, a unique podcast, most every week in Rick and Bubba history. Uh, if you are not aware of the Rick and Bubba show, go to rickandbubba.com. We do a, uh, a show Monday through Friday, uh, and there's all kinds of ways for you to get that. Uh, and this is our unique podcast where we kind of jump into you know uh, different guests, uh, different topics, and kind of go long form. Uh, and Bubba, boy, today... Uh, we're going back in some Rick and Bubba history today with this guest. Yes, he is probably most famous on the show for a little jingle that we play all the time. Anybody familiar with this thing right here? Anybody ever heard this? Everybody, somebody say hey. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick, he is also an active member of the super group Three on a String super and a childhood friend of yours. Please welcome Brad Ryan. Brad Ryan. Brad. Oh, guys, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, but I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? Don't be nervous. Why, nope. would, why would you be nervous? Yeah, we don't taking, have any old go- girlfriends no, or anything on the line. Not taking any phone calls today. No, no, no okay. we don't do phone calls here because then somebody can make call about us. <laughs> okay. So I'm good. I'm going to settle in. It's going to be fun. No, no politics, no COVID. Fun memories, fun music. Yeah, that's it. That's if all. it's a, and like as I like to say, if it's a win-win, let's do it again. Uh, right. All right. We so, won't talk COVID unless anybody starts coughing uncontrollably. Right. True. So let's go back. Uh, we're going way back. Uh, you and I uh, were childhood friends. Gosh. Uh, you have two brothers. I have, of course, my brother's now on the show, and yes, I, I think that we had already kind of moved on into our teenage world when my sister came around. I, you guys never really hung with her, did you? We barely remember. I remember you. You sitting with her in what you called the content chair. Yes. Uh, why that is a memory, I don't know. Right. Well, it was to get everybody calm. I got that. Was yeah, it, was, it was a chair that I, everybody needed to be content. You would hold her and try to put her to sleep in yeah. the content chair. That's right. And uh, I do remember that. It was full of contentment. Uh, but anyway, so when we were young, uh, our dads uh, went to college together. Uh, they both were in the coaching profession out of college. Yes. And so they had established a friendship, which brought the families together. In fact, they had roomed together when they were doing their practice teaching, right, right out, right out of college. Right, and that so, was yeah. at Auburn University. Yes, and uh, and so uh, now, w- well, tell me this, because I, I don't, I didn't know Jerry as long as you have Rick. But what kind of coaching did he do? He was a basketball coach, and of course helped with football, as you know they all do. But yeah, he was a basketball coach. He was at Inslee for a while. He was at Woodlawn for a while, which. Again, well, your dad may have just left Woodlawn by the time he got there, but yeah, yeah, he was a basketball coach. Can still remember every game and why they lost every game, and most coaches can do that. You know, it's one loss record, the whole thing. Yeah, but he, not real good at what happened yesterday. Not, not good yeah, at the I worst. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. but second first grade, taxes. first grade is clear as, as, yes, as can be. Exactly, yeah, clear as a bell. So your your brother Barry, which we'll discuss his his contribution to Rick and Bubba. Oh yes. Uh, today and I were close to the same age. Yeah. I think within months. You and Greg were closer to the same age. At least in size. And yeah. Y'all were comparing. Yeah. And, and then you had a younger brother, Andy, uh, and, and of course he kind of received the brunt force yes. of all four yeah. of us. That's right. And 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 it made him mean. Yes. Uh, and because he and we, I remember this is where the word Lud came from. Yes. To this day, I still use the word Lud for children because you guys called your little brother Lud. Lud, short for little, short for little Andy. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so we still use that. We still use that today. Uh, so that came from the Rhine. So we, we would spend time together, and, and you've talked about it. And um, so first of all, there was the entertainment side, and, and we, we, in, we really started what became the Rick and Bubba show in the basement of your parents. In, in the basement, 
1740 English Knoll, and not only that. Well, I don't know. I don't. Where was that near Chocolaca Creek that y'all lived? That's where in, we lived. Chihuahua Acres number one. Yeah, yeah. and and not Oxford, number two because that's where the money was in the backyard. Chihuahua Acres number one. And I and and I know I know you've heard all about these times. Uh, I've, about, I've heard uh, of them once or twice. Yes. You know, most kids if they find a frog, they just find a frog. Right. You know, play with it for a minute, but not not Rick. No. If he found a frog, it was time for a full-blown circus. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and uh, everybody's got to sit around and watch. Yeah. Right. You know, you can't. You don't have the option to go do something else. No. Yeah, I heard he was pretty good at getting you ticket know, prices. Out yeah, of absolutely. Too, yeah. yeah. Frog. The fr- let's say, did the frog jump into a bucket? It was a frog high dive or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. Well, you, to- yeah, we we in our book we be big. We go back through our childhoods, Bubba's and mine, and really, uh, my parents and you and others said it, it was like the childhood version of P.T. Barnum. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was theme park. It was showtime in five minutes as soon as I find a bucket for this frog to jump into. <laughs> right. Yes. And so and then we started a deal called Telling Some Laughs. Telling Laughs. Yeah. And that was when I really basically did stand up comedy child version. Well that was the night show. Yeah. So the yeah. frog was the afternoon show. The frog now, circus was now the Now did the Beagle show. Parade go in there too? And, oh yes. When the Beagles marched in. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I wasn't present at the at the Beagle Parade. Uh, yeah. But yeah, nothing the, shocks. But me. guys, in all honesty, Dad's hunting dogs, I didn't have lions and tigers. That's all yeah. I had. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I and I would paint Greg up as a clown and tell him to sell popcorn. And uh, <laughs> that's all you had and, and, the Beagles and Greg and the poor frog that happened to hop along. Right, right. right. Yeah. But, so, so it was all that. But we, I, Rick claimed he would actually sing, and then every time everybody showed up, he just went back to being a frog. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my honey. Hello, right <laughs> But, uh, but <laughs> here the, come the fans. But the bike race, you know, looking back, you, you know, things come into focus when you yeah. look back, and yeah. we'd have we'd have a bike race in oh, our yeah. basement, you oh, know, yeah. just around each pole. Yeah. You know, and everybody's getting their bike ready, getting their chain oiled up good, getting air pressure right in their tires. And Rick is over there setting up his broadcast table. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to have play by play. Looking for a set of headphones. And I can yeah. I can look back and, th- and see Rick <laughs> thinking, if I get on that bike, I, I could get hurt. Right. But I, I will get tired. So I, I'm, I'm going to find me a place right over here. And it was, in his mind, it was up to him to tell the world what was happening in a three-person bike race <laughs> well, in somebody's uh, basement? They were thrilled. And he was. He yeah. was telling. He was it kind of goes back to the early days of this show. Oh, That's about and how many it, people were listening? He's right. hit his handlebars on the on the wall. That could be bad. <laughs> that could be bad. I remember that. <laughs> yes. So, so we and we used to do. You know, if we did football games, there had to be a recording of play by play. Yes. So, and I honestly, you know, obviously that you look back and you go, well, you know, there was something. That, that was given to me about a desire to be in the entertainment business that has always been there. Yes. As a matter of fact, I, I, I'm no help to anybody. I always feel bad when someone young comes to me and says, hey, I'd like to talk to you about me trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And I'm like, man, I'll help you find somebody, but I'm not going to be able to help you because I've always known. You've known instinctively. Yeah, and I mean, I've never really had any plan B. I never really. Well, my desire as a kid was to pay the bills. Right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, there was something magical about radio. Like you said, we covered it in the book, Rick. I remember sitting there at night listening to some of the clear clear channel stations that were bouncing in on the skip from Chicago and, you know, Louisville and all over the country and, and just listening to those guys talk and thinking, man, that. That guy must have it going on because yeah. he is having a ball and he's got all kind of friends there, you know, and they're calling on the phone and, and it connected playing you, music and it connected you to the world. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, it did. And so I remember that, and you guys encouraged it. Really, you you and your brothers are to blame. 
Absolutely. Uh, for encouraging this kind of well, behavior. Can, you know what's sad about it too? There was no way to record it then. No. no. I mean, a few it's people with, right here. A it's few people right with here. money would have one of those cassette yeah. recorders you yeah, can push. Yeah. But when I was little, first starting this, there was no such thing as a cassette recorder, mm. and you had no way to record it. You had no way to take a picture of it unless you borrowed your mom's right. cam camera and had it. You know, waited a month till she used the whole roll up yeah. and went and got it developed. I mean, it's just. Technology has completely changed everything now, and I don't know that it's necessarily for the best, but it has. But you, I think you make the point on that second because I look back at, at our childhoods, and 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 you and I got to have a childhood together, and I really do. It really bothers me on a serious note that children don't get to have those kind of childhoods. They don't. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. our childhoods were magical. Magical. <clears throat> I, I mean, well, you you had to make your own fun. Right. You had to have them, like you were talking about. You're covering a big race. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it yeah. could have been Talladega. It could have been three kids on a bicycle yeah. in a basement. Yeah. And, and we had our victories and we had our defeats and we learned how to deal with both of them. The whole world was not exposed to it because of social media, right. so right. we didn't have to listen to fifty thousand comments on it. We, but we learned how to lose. We learned how to pick ourselves right. back up. We dug our own swimming pool one time out in the woods <laughs> yeah. near our near our campsite, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we didn't understand why it didn't hold water right we had strung together four or five hose pipes from we had gone and stolen from all the neighbors sure and Bard. so my dad yeah. comes home from a late night gig and he's going to come out there and check on us well the pool had turned into nothing but a mud hole oh yeah <laughs> and straight into the mud hole jerry went <laughs> he didn't see, see it Son of a- <laughs> <laughs> right, he didn't see it and walked no, right into it walked right into it <laughs> we all pretended to be asleep yeah, yeah. well <laughs> and, and I and I hate that because you're right. And 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 I think one of the things that was great, we went to bed every night knowing that our, and I know not everybody had this experience, but knowing that our parents loved us. Yes. But our parents also loved us enough. We were not the center of the universe. And we feared them. Yeah. And and we feared their authority. And they spent time together. And we were told to go find something to do. Yes. And and we certainly didn't come up in there and tell everybody what we wanted or what they needed to do for us or pitch a fit if everybody wouldn't give us attention. And we were, we took our imaginations and we went out, like you said, Bub, and created our own world. Yeah. And and I think it made us uh, more well, more balanced people. I remember Rick gathering everybody around. This was just in the front room there at Oxford. Yeah. I, I still see the carpet. Oh yeah. That and was that was he the... would put on the Elvis record, yeah. Elvis greatest hits, and uh, I, I think it was All Shook Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. All Shook Up was big. And everybody had to sit and watch, and Rick would pantomime to All Shook Up, and when it came to I'm in love. And he'd raise up his shirt, and he'd stick his, he'd stick his stomach out right on it. And we'd, ah! Look at Rick! Look at Rick! It was, a great, it was the greatest thing I'm ever. I'm in love. I'm all I remember that. And, and it was fun, and, and we had a blast. And I, you remember, that you that remember, was the night show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. night show really featured They it. had circus yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah. Bike race, yeah, and then we well, had swimming in between, yeah, and and and, and, yeah. and 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 of course a lot of people, uh, you know, still to this day talk about the the sheer joy of Frontierland oh, that gosh. I put together back in the woods behind our house, and oh, that was a walkthrough. Gosh. You went through, and it was it was all kind of western scenes, and 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 people shooting at you with cap guns, narrated and, by yeah, narrated by me the entire way. Host, you got to have yeah. to narrate it. So what we're gonna do is is we'll take a, a quick break, and then we're gonna come back. And, and we're going to jump in because, you know, we, we talked about being kids and hanging out together. We're going to talk about music today, too. But I want to talk about this pivotal moment that takes place because we all, you know, go into our teen years and now we're involved in high school sports. We, yes. we don't we don't see each other as much anymore, and we kind of go out into our lives. We're forming what we're going to become. Yeah, we're, we're yes. forming what we're going to become. Yes. And then a cassette tape was sent to my home 
in Oxford from Brad Ryan, who I probably had not talked to in that time, probably for years. Yes, because uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't do a very good job because we have cell phones in those days. I mean, no. if you didn't know somebody's home phone, then you had to go into the home. Unless phone. you sit down and wrote a letter, yeah, no, I'm yeah, very good yeah, at that. Yeah, we weren't big letter yeah. writers. No, and uh, and there was a cassette tape that was sent to my mailbox uh, that was <laughs> going to be forever etched into Rick and Bubba history. I mean, as as we sit here right now, I literally had a video yesterday of a child singing the song. You're kidding. No, I, I, we get those all the time. And, and so we'll come back when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. All right, so let's talk about Patriot Mobile. Choices, we've got to have choices. I mean, not so long ago, companies solely existed to provide products and services. That's why they were here. And it was clean, Bubba. I, I need a product. I need a service. You provide it. And, and then we spent money in return for a product or service almost overnight. And you've, we've all seen this happen. Now everything's changed. Many corporations have become, what, vessels for anti-American, anti-family propaganda. Now, when you're picking a service, you're thinking to yourself, this company that I'm thinking about, what do they represent? What are they going to tie me to? What kind of pressures are going to be put on me? What flag am I going to see on their website? Who's going to be their spokesperson? And then what do you say? Well, what other choices do we have? Well, let me tell you this. You have a choice when it comes to your cellular service, and that is Patriot Mobile. Uh, few companies have the courage to stand up for America, for, for Christian values, our Constitution. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage and uses the same towers as all the major carriers. You get the same great service, plus they have plans to fit any budget. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. How about that? You ever call for customer service? Lately? Oh, Rick, yeah. I, I just want to speak to someone that speaks English. Well, you will with Patriot Mobile. They have the highest rated rating among wireless carriers for service. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for our religious freedoms, the Constitution, sanctity of life, veterans, first responders. Yes, you have a choice, someone who actually lines up with you. PatriotMobile.com uh, slash Rick Bubba is, is where we want you to go. You can also call 972-PATRIOT. Now, we're going to get you free activation with the offer code Rick Bubba. So when you call them or you go online, use Rick Bubba. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Rick Bubba or call 972-PATRIOT. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Brad Ryan is our guest. And uh, those of you, if you're, you're a fan of what we do or maybe you're getting introduced to it, um, I remember the day. Because uh, I remember the driveway where I lived, I had to go. I had an uphill driveway. I walk up to the driveway. There's something in there. Return address from Brad Ryan. I thought Brad Ryan. Mm-hmm. How about old Brad Ryan? The Rick and Bubba show. I mean, had just started. Brand new. Brand new. Ninety four, ninety five. Right in there. Yes. And and it was brand new. And uh, and there was a cassette tape in there. Well, it starts with Jenny Lee. Okay. Tell my, tell us my, what happened. My beautiful, lovely wife, Jenny Lee. She, uh, she and I had got together, and she had. I, I heard her talking about this guy doing a radio show, Rick Burgess. Mm-hmm. It was. I don't know what the show was. The extravaganza, or probably something. that was the Rick Burgess Morning Extravaganza. Uh, Rick Burgess Morning Extravaganza. <laughs> she, so she said, I. She was like, I can't. I, I can't stand how obnoxious this guy is, but I listen to him all the time. Right. So. Um, that was the go. Yes. <laughs> That, and that was different back in the, that was back in the days of shock jocks. And yeah, all that. different not, approach. Not that Chet was your approach. But. It was my approach. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, as much as you could have that so, in the South. So I, I kept thinking, is that the same? That's got to be the same Rick Burgess. I know, I know it is. And so then I, I listened, and I think by the time I listened, y'all, y'all two were together. Right. And so I said, that's the same. That's Rick Burgess that I kind of grew up with. You know, 
And uh, so at about that same time, I had started uh, messing with home recording because I had watched Bobby Horton, the great Bobby Horton of Three on a String. He, yeah. had, he had been doing that for years, So yeah. I and I was fascinated by that, so I started doing it. And so I started listening to the show, and I started listening to that song, uh, Do You Want to Go Party, or whatever that song is. Yeah. In my marketing mind at that time, I said, well, Rick likes that, so I'm going to kind of go for that kind of feel. I'm yeah. going to go for that kind of drum pattern. So uh, and and I can remember I can remember starting to let the let the words kind of permeate, and uh, we were we were three on a string was doing a show somewhere, and I, the words the words started coming to me, and I told I said I was driving, and I asked Jerry I said Dad, write these words down. So he started writing them down, and it it, it was just that quick, and it's not that it's. Not that it's some sort of brilliant prose or anything <laughs> like that. No, it's, it's not pre- a Paul Simon It's pretty song. good. Yeah, it's but, pretty but good. No, no, but let me tell you something. The hook factor on it. Yeah. The hook worked, and uh, so so then I started I started trying to put it together and record it, and uh, I was recording it, and Jenny and I had just got married, and uh, she is, uh, as I tell everybody, she's like Lucille Ball. She always wants in on the show. She wants to be part of, you know, <laughs> the, the Bob Lou show. <laughs> And, uh, That's right. So, so I, I thought I'll let her in here. She keeps bugging me. I'll let her in here and put something on here, and then I'll erase it, and then I'll go about my business. Right, right. right. And then so she came in there and put that Rick and Bubba's in the house. Here, here, here. This is Brad Ryan's wife, Jenny Lee Rayer. Rick and Bubba's in the house. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yeah. So, and, and as I like to say, to my credit, I recognized, hey, that's 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 going to be that's going to be an ear grabber right there. So I said, I got to leave that in there. That's fantastic, and that to me, that is is what kind of made the jingle work. It was the was the grabber, and then you know, and to, to y'all's credit, back then you would play anybody anything anybody sent you really, and give it a give it a whirl. But you you listen to that from home, like you said when you got the cassette, and and you said, I I think we can use this. Did you remember that when I called you and I and I listened oh, yeah. to it? Just you're talking about when those just you know yeah. little jam boxes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I put it in and it, and and I look. You know how it is. Honestly, you know I go to the mailbox. I'm like, well, I mean I know him well enough. I have to at least listen to it, thinking. Yes. I'll let him know I got here, it. Here we go. And that'll be the end of it. You know, maybe to get one play. Thinking on the show. I'll let him in here and do something, then he'll leave and I'll erase it. <laughs> and, you know, kind of like you thought about it. Yeah. But then, I mean, but I mean, this we you need to know this, okay? We have interviewed, oh my gosh, in yeah. 20, 27 years, and people come in here. I'm talking about they don't know who we are. They don't have any. Somebody told them this would be a good place to be to sell a book, okay, yeah. or promote yeah. an album, or what are to run for office or whatever. And and they'll be sitting here. You can watch them. I'm talking about people who are huge in the music industry and stuff, and they'll be going, and before you know it, you see them, and they'll look at us and go, that really gets in your head. That really has a good hook. Oh, they're singing it. They're singing it. And, you know, I I sit here and think of how many people have heard that song. Oh, my goodness. And not only how many famous people have heard that song. And and it just kind of, I get to draft in with you guys. And uh, and 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 have that be recognized. Well, listen, to this that's, like, that's really cool. There's a perfect example. Here, when Misty May was on the show, <laughs> there was the famous, you know, Olympic um, uh, beach volleyball player. When yes. she does her liner, listen to this. Hey y'all, it's Misty May, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You see what I'm talking about? See that does my she, heart. She good. had heard that during before interview. her interview. 
during the interview, then did the drop, and she remembered it. Are you so, kidding me? No. There's one one segment. At this, Maybe two. All right, at this time, I would like to renegotiate all, <laughs> all our agreements. And we get little kids. You go little kids, hey, videos, you know, uh, maybe I should send them well, all to YouTube. you know, what music does, and, you know, you had no idea when you heard it the first time. I had no idea when I sent it to you. But it, it, it becomes a connection, and you associate it with things. And so people associate that music with you guys, and it associates with a good, fun time. Yeah. You know, and then you become interlo- it becomes interlocked, and you, there's no separating it. As great as your wife's part is in the beginning of that, I think what really makes it is the bass line yeah, in there. I do, too. Yes, uh, yes, yes, so, yes. So let's talk about how you got the bass line. I mean— Hey y'all, it's Misty Mania. So you see that right there? <laughs> That's uh, not it. So listen, listen. Rick, that guy called said that there's been a lot of mistakes. He's gonna call back. <laughs> he will. Rick and Bubba. Rick I mean, there it is. Pass yeah. the gravy. Yeah. That's you doing pass the gravy. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Now Barry's part is even better on ju- on the outro. Right on, on on the outro because I kept myself off of it. Yeah, you're saying when, when I recognized his talent. This is your older brother Barry yes, Ryan, who yes. says he's overlooked in the entertainment part of the, the Invisible Ryan. Brothers. Yeah. What I heard him refer to yeah. himself. Yes, as. play it and I'll I'll tell you a little story about that. Okay. So. Oh, Barry. Yeah, that's all. You're not even in there. Not even in there. Yeah, that's it. So he, uh, of course, his his joke is. He he talks to da- uh, dad. Dad, how many songs? How many albums has Three on a String had? Twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. How many times have you got me on any of those albums? None. Brad puts me on one song and it goes nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you remember the first time that you heard it actually on the radio? I do, and I, I just remember thinking, by gosh, he played it. Right. He yeah. played it. Right. You know, and uh, and, you know. I, I don't know what to say other than you had the courage to stick with it and make it, and, and it became what, what it was. Well, know? if you want to go back to just a technological, you know, to say how far we've come, and, of course, I, you know, Bubba had to help me with this. I don't even know if you remember this. So we couldn't play a cassette oh my gosh. on the show like that readily available. Yeah. Meaning, so we're going to make an intro, outro. Mm-hmm. So we How did that happen. Well, I'll tell you, we, we, at the time, believe it or not, and I know we're about to age ourselves oh, big time. Oh, no. In those days where this computer, there's a computer in here for those of you that are just listening to the podcast, you're not watching it, there's a computer that sits off to my left that with a push of a button, I can now play it. Yes. Okay. And that's, that's called and that, an instant replay. That's all. Standalone. That's all ones and zeros, digital recording. Yes. Okay. Well, in the old days, this wouldn't be here. What would be here would be a stack of eight track carts. Remember the cards? I remember those. Yeah, we yeah. called them carts. Yeah. We called them carts, and it was one. It was like an eight-track yep. tape, and they were short. You know, some of them were thirty seconds. So you had to physically load it up. So yeah. we had to take the cassette, put in the the into because not all of them offered the opportunity to record. They were the 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 carts you could record, but yeah, most other, of them were in the production. Yeah, yes. and so we put a cart in, uh, an eight-track cart, and then we hit record and displayed the cassette. And put it on that uh, eight-track cart, so that all I had to do is push a button and it would play Holy out God. of one of those cart machines. Yeah. So, so you see what I'm doing now, and you think, but that—that's relatively new when so, you think about how long it was on a cart. So it yeah. had lost a couple of generations by the time it. Oh, it, sure. It, it made the air. Yeah. Right. It, 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 you know, it gave it character. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it didn't sound uh, kind of too overproduced. Kind of. It sounded yeah. homespun. Yeah. It if, definitely did. Yeah. If, yeah. if I remember right. 
if I remember right, when we knew we could now go digital, didn't you go back and get us another copy? Uh, it was yeah, on you a remastered it. I remastered it. It was on a DAT. Right. Do you still have digital a DAT machine? I, I still do, but it's it's. I've got one dust. that's not working good, and I have a lot of old DAT recordings of the show. Uh, it was not the main way we recorded the show because it came uh, uh, came along later. Yeah. But I do have some of Rick and I doing the XFL football games oh, wow. on the DAT machine, and I can't retrieve them now, see, because they're – my DAT machine, it rolls them, but it just doesn't make any noise. Digital audio to... tape. Yep, yep. It had a short little window in there where it was. Oh, it was, I remember. It was, but uh, it was a it game changer. Oh, yeah. For yeah. its quality. Yeah. All right. So when we come back, I want to jump in. We still have two more things we want to hit for sure. When we come back, we're going to talk about the children's album. Yes. Uh, and, and that little project that we did. And some people in, that are new to Rick and, Bubba, Rick and Bubba may not even know about that. So we'll talk about when you came up with the idea to produce the children's album, Hey, It's for the Kids. And then, and then we're going to talk about three on a string, and in a moment, a, a, a historic tie-in that I don't think people are ready for. It's kind of surreal. It, it, it really is. So, so we'll continue these things when Rick and Bubba University the podcast continues. All right, so let's talk a little bit about protection now, Bubba. You've even said this. I've heard you say this on the Big Show, okay? And that is, look, sometimes people do get unnecessarily shot. If we could come up with a way to protect ourselves that wasn't as lethal, even, yes. even do some training, uh, and be like Spider Man web. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and we're not quite to that point yet, but I do want to introduce you to Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection oh, devices. Rick. They're small, they're Wonderful. lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or purse, uh, but yet they're powerful enough to to make it impossible for an attacker to continue their pursuit. Uh, guns carry, as we talked about, look, we're not anti-gun. We have guns. We're licensed gun carriers. But sometimes there's unnecessary risk for you and those around you. And then you go to pepper spray. Well, well, that can harm you as much as the attacker. And many times it's not even effective. But Taser products are safer and they're easier to use. They use an electrical charge that immobilizes an attacker uh, uh, for up to 30 seconds. That's plenty of time That's to get away. That's all you need to do to get away. That's plenty of time to get away. And also it will send emergency dispatch to your GPS location, Ooh, which is big. Now, see, that's yeah. that's huge yeah. to happen automatically. Yeah, so Taser devices come loaded with features like um, laser-assisted targeting, uh, as I said, emergency dispatch, uh, which sends that, uh, um, as soon as you fire it, your GPS location goes. Matter of fact, we're going to try one on Brad Ryan we here are. before this we are. podcast yeah, is here, Yeah, so uh, Taser devices are available without a permit in most, uni- uh, most of the states. Uh, get Taser Plus Plus or Taser Strike Light, or you can get either one of those. That's two different kinds at taser.com. Use the promo code Bubba. That's going to get you 15% off. So go to taser, T-A-S-E-R, taser.com, promo code Bubba, and that gets you 15% off. Restrictions apply. See their site for all the details. All right, so Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we're talking to Brad Ryan. Brad Ryan uh, is uh, an old childhood friend. He plays uh, in the super group. Just celebrated 50 years. That's incredible, 50 by the years. Way. Um uh, three on a string. I can remember us having a meeting and saying, maybe we can make 35 years. That'll be a good career. You know, before <laughs> before we get into the children's uh, deal, what, what what year did you start with three on a string? 86. 86. And how old were you then? 20 years old. 20 years old. 20. Now, your dad, Jerry Ryan, yes. had been in it for how long then? 
and you can since seventy one, so okay. fifteen years. Yeah. So at twenty, did you have a love for bluegrass type music? Uh, a secret love for bluegrass right. type. Okay. Music. All right. You know, didn't want anybody to know about. Didn't it. want anybody to know about. Probably it. wasn't yeah. real cool over to uh, school. Yeah, you right. know, when they when they bass player left and they they dad kind of tricked me. I mean, invited me into right. coming to play yeah. some. So how did that happen? It didn't Co- draw Jen Lean in right out of the well, gate. Well, I think he, was... I, I think he saw cheap labor. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So of course I, I I had learned to play the guitar, but I I had never played the bass and i was not uh, not about to play the stand-up bass that was the most i was about to say the electric bass has some coolness to it but stand-up bass Uh, not at 20 not not a big help i'm 20 years old and i want to play stand-up bass you just don't hear that that. no you don't i have a 20 year old he's never mentioned no no uh so (laughs) (laughs) well and then you know the the the, i think dad at one point said well you you can play the electric bass if you want to but the stand-up bass player gets paid Oh, and that 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 resonated. And over on the stand up, we went, and that's yeah. it's those are really really big thick strings, yes. the frets. It's hard to hold, hard it. to carry. It, too, it's its it? own thing. In one of my first gigs, I leaned it up against against the van, and then as I moved into the van to get something, it of course shook, and down it went, snapped it right in two. Mm. You are kidding no. me? No, on the way to a gig, uh, at the gig. Mm. Yeah. What do we do now? Uh, we scrambled, as we always tend to do when something like that happens. <laughs> do we but, tape her up and we go, or is she done for the night? Do y'all have we, a good backup plan, we, we or do you just found scramble? There, you went and found another there one. Are, there are those laying around out there because they're, 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 they're there, but they're not used, you know, so they are available. What did you and, and the stand-up bass for those of you who are not musical looks like a giant violin that exactly. he's holding. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's big as you are. But also, you but you can't have a bluegrass band and not no, have one. It's got to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the visual. Yeah. What did you? you know. Now I was going to ask what your dad said to you when it hit the ground and snapped. But we, we, there's not. Time yeah, yeah, there's no time for that. But I, I bet you I bet you worked to find another one. I, th- I think he said I saw the look on your face and I instantly had compassion. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll, we'll get to that because we got some a big three on the string thing coming yes. up. But but the we, kids thing the, the kids, kids thing. it was called it, it was a CD at that time CDs were big yes, yes and you came up with the idea hey it's for the kids yes. and we used to say that on the air that if for some reason if you say you're doing something for kids you can do anything that was a saying y'all were yeah. into at that time and we all had young children at the time oh yeah hey it's for the kids and so, so yeah you a came, busy time you came up with an idea that Rick and Bubba and all the Rick and Bubba characters with Brad Ryan yes. would produce and release a yeah. children's CD and it is available if you go to Apple Music, iTunes, all that, wherever you get streaming, you can find the full album, yes. Hey, It's for the Kids. And I thought, uh, this is my retirement right here, and uh, <laughs> I will let you know when I see the first dollar on it. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. that works. Yeah. I, I if we're no selling them, where's works. the money going? As you, talked about, know? as you talked about, <laughs> no. you, you can't make money doing this. In, Not anymore. In recording you can make it available to people who might want to come hear you play, then buy a ticket. And it's right. It's sad because you have to – you you know, the residuals are not there. You have to physically go do the gig. Yeah, asking people to donate to pay the power bill is not reliable. And, I, you know, how iTunes – operates to this day i have no idea we don't either and we tried to figure it out well, who's I, getting the money for I, that i have no idea because i don't think we're getting no. it are we? i mean it's pennies no. which comes back to the and, artist uh, we had it on under y'all's thing for a while and mm. then it was off of there and i said well i'll just put it on under mine right so it's now it's on under mine but i don't i i, I well, wait a minute brad it. do you owe us money yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> well here it is this one th- there were a lot of hits off of it a lot of hits Okay. Yes. But but this is probably the most popular. And if you're potty training a kid, now Jenny Lee claims to have written part of this song. Really? So yeah. so we, this All is right, this is from folks. Brad Ryan and Rick this and Bubba. Hey hey really hey! It's for the kids. I'm going to TT in the potty. You yeah. can do it. I'm going to TT in the potty. Nothing to be afraid of. I'm going to TT in the potty. 
Teach him how to do it. And one of these days I'm going to poo-poo too. You say going to TT in the body. So, how so is that not famous? How, know, am I not I ri- how am I not rich off of this I know, song? And, and people love it. Now, this one I love too. This was Bubba teaching kids about going to the doctor. I love this one. Teaching kids about going to the doctor. Yeah, this, I thought this, this is going to launch my rap career. I was just a little one. Going to the doctor, it wasn't much fun. Now go, I was in a bad mood this particular day. I was bound and determined someone was going to pay. Everybody say, go, 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 Bubba. Go, 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 Bubba. So that, that was... We that had a lot of fun, I mean, didn't it? And there's the album cover uh, I mean, uh, for those of you that are watching this. And, and, and there that, was one that you did, Rick. What was it? Uh, the main one that you did on see. that. Have a good time. Yeah, it? yeah, have a yeah. good time. And now, it's, if I'm not mistaken, your mama Kay said this was her favorite on there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so this was, uh, yeah, this is a, um, and this is an original, right? I just picture Rick walking down the street like Sesame Street. Yeah. If you ask me to, I'll sing for you, but I want you to sing too. I want you to sing too. And we can have a good time. Everybody. If you ask me to, I'll sing for you. But I want you to sing too. I mean, I mean, how can I mean? It's almost got a reggae feel. Yeah, to it. Maybe, yeah, maybe I need to go spruce up the iTunes link. So, yeah. You know this. This may. <laughs> Yeah, it may be. And it also has Rick and Bubba Party, which has all the Rick and Bubba characters yes. in it. Yes. That, that's Don, in that Even uh, Don Juan and Mickey Dean. Yeah, yeah. all in yeah. there. And we actually have your dad, Jerry Ryan, doing what we did find out is now no longer have to pay the rights for it. Is that the only one on there that's not an original? I think so. Because all the others you wrote and, wrote and put together. Yeah, and I think I wrote the rest of them. Great little catchy songs. If you're thinking, when I get into my vehicle, I have to ride and, my, and, and do stuff that my kids want to listen to. We've all been there. Yes. Get Hey, It's for the Kids, because that's one I think you might enjoy uh, with That's them. the phase of our life we were in at that time. Boy, and, we were. And, and there it is. So uh, so that, that – You know, that, Brad, that, that went so good. At did. one time, I was hoping you would produce my solo album after that. <laughs> right. I'd wrote a few songs, and I'd titled the, the album Picnic for One. I love it. And If uh, I'm not mistaken, but, didn't you seriously talk to Brad about uh, engineering this album with your band Chocolate Ripple? Yeah, well, we had Chocolate, chocolate. – yeah, we, we did. We had – <laughs> And then when we went techno, it was more of uh, digital basement. Right. Yeah. I forgot so about that. Was, yeah. I well, thought Chocolate Ripple was yeah. overlooked. I mean, well, it's a, a you pop know, group. Yeah. At, yeah. One, at one time, I felt like I was kind of on the cutting edge of that home recording kind of, you know, digital yeah, realm. You were. Yeah, I, you were. I, I, I mean, it, you, you get out of that for a year, and you're, you're woefully behind. It, that's still yeah, changing it, daily. It changed so much. And, and the hard drive changed everything uh, on that. And, and yeah. I think that's, you know, the mini disc, the DAT. All of that yeah. digital stuff was amazing at the time because we couldn't believe how quiet it was, but it was just a stopgap measure, and the reason they never really developed those formats fully, they knew hard drives were coming, yeah. and it was just a matter of time. Yeah. till. And the hard drive is and still— And every, everything kept getting overrun by yeah. the technology. Yeah, it's still the walking dog today, yeah. and more of them are solid state now than ever, so they have no moving parts. And, you know, it's just it continues to move forward. It's wild. When you went into Three on the String at the age of 20, uh, you get the Rick and Bubba song. We do the, the children's album. And and at one time, you dabbled in real estate, if I remember. It I went, built houses, yeah. You, you built houses. Mm-hmm. So did, it sounds like you weren't sure if you wanted to be a full-time singer, songwriter, musician, but but you, but you it just kind of almost – did you have the – the fire for it, like say we had for radio, or were you? Well, did it bring you in? No, it was quite the opposite. That's that's all I wanted to do, 
And and but to make a living when you have three kids tough. in the music business is tough. A lot. And to so do. Uh, work a lot. That's why I wanted to. That's why I chose to build houses because I could. Uh, I was kind of in control of my time when I could be there, and it was you know you could you could go tend to everything, you know, in the mornings, and then do your do your music stuff at night. So let's veer off of this just a little bit. Uh, let's talk about your your wife, um, Jenny Lee. How did you how did you meet her? Because you, much like us, clearly outkicked your oh, coverage. Gosh, I, I, you know, I closed my eyes and I swung for the fence. That's all I can say. I know I did the same thing. You know, we had, you did too. I mean, she was younger than me, and you know, I had been through a previous marriage that was that had gone bad, and you know, God's grace is sufficient for all. That's all I know to say. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. how did y'all officially? When did you first meet? She, we, she, uh, we found ourselves both being late to church. And bumping into each other on the steps, walking into church. Really? So yeah. Well, I tell you, the Lord does work in mysterious oh, ways, doesn't He? Man, yeah. I mean, and I tell. Just think, if you'd been on time, you'd never met her. Yeah, I know. And I thought, uh-huh. how, how is she still available? You know, and probably just a little bit of fear and for I'm just sure, a minute. Yeah. Think, you know, <laughs> no. I, and I know your story of just yeah. outlasting. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. refusing the breakup again. Mm-hmm. I just kept showing up. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> we did the, his uh, podcast about that. Mine, I just. Went to the edge of a stalker and took one step back. Exactly. Sherry said she just wanted to be friends, and I just refused that request. I said, I have friends. They're guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I said, I'm actually, I, I don't really want a female friend. Yeah, so I, both I, of our I, stories is right. kind of stalky. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, like, right uh, on the edge. I'm yeah, not sure. that. We, but you know what we can tell? I will tell my sons this. Swing for the fence. Swing for the don't fence. Don't ever think anybody's out of your league. Yeah. Swing for the if fence. You don't step into the box. Yeah. You're not, you're but not, now you're, you're, and you're going to strike out some. But oh. uh, all you got to oh. do is hit one time. You but know? they can say yes as quick as they can say yeah, no. And you're going to foul some off. You are. You are. You, you know. yeah. Some of them, some of them <laughs> you're going to be thrown out and be close. You know, but uh, but you got to swing. Uh, yeah. <clears> Try. <throat> you know, I, I had struggled with my look for quite some time since about the seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> You finally landed it. Did you finally land your. You load? know, I couldn't get my wings to do. Yeah, they just would not. They just would not work. Well, you try something. If it doesn't, you know, if it uh, yeah. if it gets some attention at school, you go with it. Right. And, and yeah. if it doesn't doesn't last, you have to try something else. We'll come back. Uh, when we come back, we've got a, a moment of music history that you that you may you may not even expect this, but yeah. we'll be back when Rick and Bubba University the podcast continues. All right, we just talked about you got to be aggressive. Okay, well with hair loss, you got to be aggressive too. I think what happens. Too many times is Brad, a guy, listen up. As, as a guy, a guy starts struggling with his hair, but it's too late now. He's waited too late to start addressing it. Brad? Yeah, I mean, so do you know that 80 million men and women in the United States uh, experience some sort of thinning of their hair? We all know somebody. Yeah, it, it's just not openly talked about that much. And, and you know, and some people are worried about it. But, but here's the deal. you got to take control of this situation. Take charge of your hair growth and make the next few months uh, uh, your time instead of being, oh, no, what's going to happen, let it be time for you to get thicker, fuller, healthier hair. I'm talking about even if you see the genetics in your family, this product is uh, is going to help you. It's called Nutrafol. It's formulated with potent botanicals. It's all natural to help your hair uh, you know, grow and be as strong as you are. Uh, it's physician formulated to be 100% drug-free, as I mentioned. Uh, Nutrafol is uh, physician formulated and also has been clinically effective. Uh, these botanicals do work for better hair growth through the whole uh, you know, body being healthier as well because of these great products. If you want to get yours, just go to Nutrafol. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. 
and take their hair, uh, their hair wellness quiz. It'll, it'll find out kind of where you are. And then what do they do? They customize the product. I see you, Brad, looking at your hair. Mm-hmm. They customize here, Brad, the product. A pen, right? And you then have, and you they, have a bottle of that here. Yeah, they give you, I do have some office. They oh, give you recommendations <laughs> to put to, the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands. Now, when you subscribe, you'll get a monthly delivery so you never miss a dose. Shipping is free. Okay, write that down too. And you can pause or you can cancel it anytime. So here's what you need to do. Here's the call to action. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol, that's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Use the promo code Rick Bubba. We're going to save you $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer available anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers and for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off of Nutrafol.com. Uh, spell it N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Rick Bubba, for hair that'll be as strong as you are. Do they need a theme song? All right, so we're back on Rick and Bubba <laughs> University, the podcast. Got a few more few more minutes left. Yeah, you wrote a few of those, by yeah. the way. Yeah, there, there's one I sing all the time. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's really in my mind. Yeah. You, you've done how many for businesses I, have you I done? I did one for Autry McMillan, yeah. McMillan's Mac, Big and Tall. Mac, McMillan. McMillan. And mm-hmm. That was the first one I did after the Rick and Bubba yeah. jingle. Mac, and he Mac, he used that thing for Mac 20 Miller. years. He did. I think yeah. he's still using it. Yeah. All right, so – I'm going to give some people something they're not going to know. When I was a kid and we were little, yes. so we listened to Jerry Ryan and Three on the String, and we heard them play, and Dad and Mom used to go hear them play in at fact, different places. In fact, Greg and I talked about this. Was it you seeing Jerry Ryan play There Was No Lady That Swallowed a Fly that maybe influenced you into the entertainment world? I think it did. Your you dad had did? a great influence on me. I thought he was the coolest person ever because he yes. could play guitar and sing and yes. was an entertainer, which is what I wanted yes. to be. Mm-hmm. So you really can thank Jerry Ryan for, for, for Rick and Bubba in an indirect way. But uh, He but, will be glad to hear that. And this is another thing. And I remember this moment, Brad. I remember it, okay? So when we were younger, we would get the Three on the String albums and we'd listen. And yes. then and then you have an uncle, Terry Ryan, that also played. And and there was a group called Wheat Ridge. Yes. So so and that was Terry's group. That was Terry's group. And and Jerry and Three on the String did this version as well. Yes. Well, a guy named Steve Young from Steve, from where? Steve Young from Gadsden, Alabama. From Gadsden, Alabama. Yes had written a song that they put on the Wheat Ridge album, and I'm sure the Amazing Three, did they ever they put it on? I probably just played it live, didn't well, they? Well, I have to take you back to 1970, 1969, 70, 71, a place called the Lowenbrow, which is where a lot of singer-songwriters would go, you know, apply their trade. Yeah. And they would go do their thing, and Steve would come down there and uh, had written so many great songs, but uh, this particular one everybody kind of gravitated to and started doing their, their little versions of it. And uh, my uncle did his version with a, with a group called Wheat Ridge, and then Three on a String had cut a version uh, on one of their early albums, and uh, people just loved the song. And then somebody stole it. Well, what happened was uh, a guy came in from California. His name was Byron Berline, and he was a fiddle player. And he had, he, he had come in, uh, and he had brought a guy named Bernie Ledden with him. Mm-hmm. And some, some, some out there would recognize that name right off. Yes. But uh, so they were in town and they were kind of making the, you know, the, the music scene in Birmingham at the time was, was hot. Yeah. I mean, and Three on the String at the time was the hottest ticket in town. And but what came out of, you know, Hotel kind of was born out of all that. Martin and, Phillips, and, yeah. And uh, Telluride was kind of oh, born yeah. out of all that. So it was a special time in the, the music scene in this city. And uh, so they had they had come here and uh, Bernie had heard Three on. This is this this is this is our version. Yeah. Bernie. Ledden had heard Three on a String do this particular song, 
and then later took it back to California and introduced it to a little band called the Eagles. And uh, so then in, I guess it was 1980, as you say, we, we heard this song on the radio. I couldn't believe it. I got the Eagles live album. Yes. And when I heard them do this song, yes. I said, what version is this? Yeah. What, how they're, did they're it, not Because this version. is the version. This is the version that I heard as a kid. Yes. And it heard over and over as a kid. Listen to this. This is from our 50-year reunion show just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm a little kid, and this is the version I knew. There are stars in the southern sky. Southward as you go. And there is moonlight and moss in the trees. Found the sand. That's all I'd ever known. Yeah. And when yeah. I heard the Eagles doing it, I'm like, I've ne- that's that song from Three on a String. Yes. That's it, the song from the guy from Gadsden. Gadsden, Alabama, right there. And you know, it, it, it that that takes you, that takes me back to the early '70s, and that's the way the song was written. And uh, of course, the Eagles took it, and what we like to say is they they took it and messed it all up. You know, t- changed the time signature and all this, and messed it up so bad they 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 made about twenty million off of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so y'all always played the pure version. Yeah, we played the pure version. Well, Brad, it's, thanks for being with us, man. This man, I've been, had a ball, and it, I, you know, to for me to be able to 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 live the you know the three on the string life and the influence they have had on me, and not and not only that, to be able to draft in with you guys, I mean, I could I couldn't ask for more, and and uh, to watch. Not only to watch the chemistry of Jerry and Bobby do what they have done, and I see the same thing here with you guys, and it's I'm just I'm tickled and blessed to be a part of it. Well, and you, your contributions to the show have been uh, they've been incredibly valuable. Well, and it, thanks, it's fun that we got to do that. You being, did finally cash that check, right? Hey. <laughs> did you? Did you? <laughs> no, y'all did me good. Yeah. It, it, you know, it lasted about six months. <laughs> yeah, it, Songs uh, lasted, I don't know, 20, 25 years. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd love to give you more if it hadn't been for the COVID year. You know? <laughs> that set us back about a decade. <laughs> Brad Ryan, uh, a part of Rick and Bubba history, and Bubba, you and I may have just been paid our greatest compliment. We've been compared to Bobby Horton and Jerry. How about that? Uh, don't get any better. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, Brad. Thank you all. Thanks to all of you who joined us for this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.